Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network with like the five minute basketball coaching podcast or high school hoops or coaching youth hoops. All of those are, I think interesting. And uh, we would love if you left a five-star review, you can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish um, Mention coach unplugged and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is, I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you the number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse. And um, I I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. I want I want my kids to I want my kids to be able to execute without having to think about what they're going to do. Uh, and that goes by the drills we do because I like to start our offense. We don't necessarily call plays. I like to start our offense based on where the first pass goes. Uh, now, people say you can't. Well, we do. Uh, uh, you work on it enough. Therefore, it makes scouting a whole lot harder for people to really see how you're getting into your sets. Because, you know, the biggest problem on offense is so many teams cannot get the first penetrating pass to get into an offense. Right. Uh, and you've got to do that before you can really do anything successful. Uh, and it's all based on how you practice to get do that stuff from there. Yep. I, I, I agree. Practice. So I agree. Um, can you tell me one moment in your coaching career that we could like kind of unpack for a young coach, something that you learned, something that happened Give me anything. Is there a moment? Is there a a game? Is there a situation that we could talk about that might help some young coaches that are listening to this? Yeah. The, the, one of the things that is, um, never underestimate 
what your kids can do. Okay. Uh, and the reason I say that, uh, if you got, if you got, you go into the year and you look and you say, man, I don't really have those studs this year. I mean, I, where am I going to get this? You look, you got time when you uh, evaluate your team. If you take that team and uh, work it just as hard as you work any team, they're going to win some games they're not supposed to. Right. Then the next year you got a bunch of, you know, really good players, not the really thoroughbreds, and you do the same thing. You work them the same intensity, the same thing. But then they're going to win a lot of games and maybe sneak in a, and upset some. But then right. when you get really get the the horses, you do the same thing, same work at, and that's when you win the championships. Because you know you got to have the players. I know you know you've never seen a mule win the Kentucky Derby. Nope. I mean you're going to have to have some. But you can take that one that's maybe a step slow or two inches short, and you work them and give them the confidence. Uh, to achieve that. And the reason I, I say that, to say this, we won a state championship where it was in uh, the third overtime and uh, a young lady, uh, matter of fact, she's now the coach at West Florida, uh, and she'll remember this, she was to hear that, that uh, she, we we lost the ball game because she didn't take the shot uh, that she, at the end of the game. Well, we talked about that. And then coming down to the state championship game, it was about, uh, I guess it was three seconds. Uh, she came wide open, broke, and she never hesitated. Right. Because, and she took that shot and nailed it because we got back, we pointed out what her, uh, the main thing is. You got to determine the what each player's best thing they can do. And then you yes. got to focus on that. Yes. And that will help you win key ball games. It will be, uh, and the kids want to. So here's my here's from a coach thirty years and taught for thirty years. Kids will might not be happy with their role, but they want to know where they fit in the world. They really do. Exactly. They want to exactly. know that. They want to know. They want. They want discipline. They want to know their role. They're. They, they might not. It might be five years after they graduate is when they'll truly appreciate it. But they want it. They. They do. And and and. The, and if you tell them that, then things are going to be better. And I'm telling you, the year I don't think we're going to win a state championship, I'm done coaching. I've told my wife that. When I, I don't care who, who, who shows up on the first day of practice, but the day that I don't think we're good enough to do that, then I'm done. Because I, I want that expectation for their kids and, you know, that bar set. And that's what you were saying, Coach. It's like I think you have to, you know, you got to coach them up. <laughs> coach your kids up. Man. You got to coach them up. And they got to know what you expect them to do. And when it comes time to do that, if they're the one that's supposed to take the shot, right. they take it. And yeah. I, t I tell my kids, I don't, you know, I don't get on to them about missing a shot. I get on to them about passing up stuff are, are things that, that they know they're not capable of doing. And that, that's the job of teaching uh, these kids. And you're right. The girls, I want to be coached. Girls want to be coached. They want to be disciplined uh, because so many of them games when I was coaching college, you'd get this uh, letter from a coach or things. Oh, this girl's great. She can do all this. She can do all that. And you go watch them and say, oh, man, I just wasted some time. So that's one thing I'd pass on to any. You don't ever tell a college coach a kid can do something. But you teach them to expect what they can do, and then they go out and do it. I mean, right. then 
they'll win that big game for you somewhere down the line. Um, uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a constant every day. Uh, or it's not just, you know, well, I got that over now I'm going to rest. Well, you can't do it. You've got to, to go. I'm still old fashioned. I give each one of my kids a, a handwritten, not a typed out fancy one, just a handwritten uh, where I draw the plays myself. So they have to figure out the X's and O's and know all that scouting report about anybody and everybody we play. Uh, so that that gives them confidence in what their job is so they can learn what they need to do to be successful themselves. So if each one of them are successful themselves, then you put all five of them together and them knowing what they're going to do, then you win, win the ball games you may not supposed to win right. uh, from there. Do you, uh, do you uh, have so, any superstitions, Coach? Have any superstitions? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I like to – I usually wear – the same tie uh most of the time we're on straight back we won uh at uh Morrow high when i was there we won 86 straight games in the state of georgia uh so uh during that streak we, we pretty much did the things you know nothing not it's going to do any different it's just you know if they believe it then hey that's a right for baby. you Ride it, yes. So you ride it, you ride it out. But, <laughs> you do. Uh, I ate twenty three number fives at McDonald's one year because we we weren't losing, <laughs> and it's like, well, I got to keep eating. I didn't really want the twenty third one, but it's like you got to just keep eating. It's like keep you got to keep eating. You got to keep doing because if they, if once you get them to believe in what you're doing, right. that's half the battle. Right. Uh, it is. And, and the, it may, the thing about it, I tell them this, this may not make sense, but I tell my kids, what I, way we do it, it may be entirely different than the way somebody else does it. But if we all believe it and we all do it the way we're preparing to do it, then it's going to work. Right. Uh, yeah. So, we can and here's, I'll, I'll, right, and I will say this, you know, everybody, you know, most man-to-man people, and I'm a man-to-man, go out. If you're on the right side of the floor, you want your left foot up, your back, right foot back, and cut off the baseline like that. So yep. maybe you're two steps slow. So maybe they got a player, this girl's got a guard. In practice, we change it around. I say, okay, I want you to turn it the other way. I want your right foot down, and I want you to funnel her back to the middle so I can give you some help, and we can trap her right there. Right. Uh, but all that's different. I mean, those are things you have to change around to give that kid. Uh, I think we run a defense where my baseline forwards, I have their uh, glutus maximus turned to the baseline, uh, <laughs> which that's, that's not taught. But we tra- do a lot of trapping out of that right. as well. I so think the golden those, nugget that you've stated, Coach, that, that's the key for people listening to this is – you got to accentuate the positive and hide the negatives is basically the way, that's the way I've coached. It's like this kid's a really good three point shooter, but can't guard a, you know, a car standing still, you know, kind of thing. It's like, so you, well, then how can we get them? So they get their threes, but then that they, they can defend. So that's the key to coach. I mean, high school coaching is a lot about matchups. So you got to accentuate mm-hmm. the positive and hide the negatives because they all got exactly. They're not NBA. Most of them aren't NBA players, so they're going to have some strengths and they're going to have probably more weaknesses. So how do we hide the right. weaknesses and, and and show the strengths? Um, That's exactly then, right. Because yeah. so because not, not all of them are six foot four. Your right. Your post may be five foot six. 
Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and the thing is we're going to work on the negatives. We're going to work on the things they're not good at, but we're going to try to hide them until they get better at them. It's kind of the, I I agree. I agree. And the more that you, more that you do it year in and year out the same way, uh, it gets better. And I'll, I'll say this, uh, what you tell kids and what you preach, uh, <laughs> they will they will come back later and you don't know what the you don't know what effect you're having on these kids eight or ten years down the road once yeah. they've been out. Yeah. But uh I will tell you what for coaches, uh, they will remember what you do. We had uh, they my school where I was at, they surprised me with a celebration of fifty years of coaching. Okay. And with that there was about eighty, eighty five, maybe a hundred of my former athletes was there girls and some of the comments they made one of them made a comment up uh, that the one thing she remembers was that you'd be on time um, because i didn't start her and didn't play her because she was late to a late. big meeting yep. but anyhow she says you know she's in charge of a group of men and the company she works for and she says that's one thing they know you're on time you're right. not late <laughs> uh, I, I started and, i mean we were playing the one of the best teams in our league this year my starting point guard was late and he didn't start and no, you know, it might've cost us the game, but I don't care. Cause I'm, this is bigger than the game. And, and I think something for the coaches that are listening to it's, it's not always what you say. It's kind of how you make them feel too, you know, exactly. over, the, over the length of the things, they're not going to remember that three sentence thing you said to them, but they're going to make, yep. they're going to, they're going to remember how you make them feel over those two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, you well, know, that's like, exactly right. One of the things that you're talking about, something uh, something that they can take with them, if uh, I, a lot of parents have asked me, well, when my daughter makes a mistake, why do you take her out of the game right then? And I said, well, let's it's, it's put it this way. If it's a, a mistake that's really going to hurt her chance or our team to be successful, she's got to come out, and I've got to correct that. Right. Because, and let her sit down think about it and then I'm put her back in but it says they only get to make one mistake I said well you think about this if I wait till the game is over whether we won or lost and I go into the restaurant and say hey okay we need to correct it she's not even gonna know what I'm talking about at that nope. point she's nope. forgotten about that so well it kind of hurts and I said well it's not hurting your feelings it's making her better and that's one of the things right that and one mistake uh, can be life-changing is what i tell parents is one mistake can be life-changing if you go to a bar and you have six drinks and you get in the car and then you kill somebody that was a mistake it was only one but it was a pretty big exactly right so you're exactly right (laughs) one mistake and 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 i and i said i'm not gonna like punish them i'm not gonna stick them on the end of the bench but if they, if they, if the it, same in my math class, if, if they make a mistake on the board, it's like, I'm not going to ignore it till the end of the period. I'm going to fix exactly. it. <laughs> and I'm going to explain exactly. why it's wrong. And then we'll go on to the next problem. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's parents. Well, I, t- parents. I tell you something else too. That I tell you something else too, that a lot of, a lot of coaches have a, a big long list of rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have six or seven, maybe eight rules. And it's, uh, and I have it typed up. It's in their playbook. Uh, because they know if that rule is broken, right. then they got to pay for whatever the penalty says. Yep. But because if you've got a rule and you don't enforce it, then you're defeating the purpose you're for having a rule. And they're going to say, that, well, we're not, you know, he's not going to 
and think twice about that, we'll go ahead and do it again. Right. So be be very cautious about the rules you put in because if they break them, you got to enforce them. Yeah, uh, they do. From there. And being on and time is just, a big one of mine. It is a huge one of mine. Um, that's right. It is. And that's uh, – uh, if if a kid is on time, I mean, you tell them to be there and they're not on the bus, when that time comes, you close the door and you drive off. Yep. I mean, you don't take it once to happen, but it, now you better be ready. It may cost you something, but, hey, it'll be win for you in the long run. And, and the thing is, it might cost the team and it might cost the game, but it, but it's going to it's going to it's going to pay off for that kid in the long haul. I'm telling you, it's, I agree. Yeah, it really I agree. Is. So what's your biggest change other than the three on three that you've seen in the last 50 years, you think, to the game? The biggest change is the, you know, I tell a lot of folks, uh, girls uh, that work at it, the biggest change is the ability to shoot a basketball uh, if they work on it. Because I think what most basketball players, the as far as their athletic ability, and they are getting bigger, stronger, and faster as well. Right. And now the girls are are dunking. Uh, right. We had the pleasure of having one of the best girls, uh, women in the professional league, and that's Maya Moore. Uh, she went to some of the camps we had. Uh, now, I mean, and her, the attitude that she approaches with. Now, that in itself, the ability to do that. But the biggest change is um, how how competitive uh, the game and the girls' game has gotten when we've gone five-on-five. And the the great spectators uh, that we have, if you go to the women's Final Four compared to what it used to be. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, It's come a very, very enjoyable game. Uh, I can remember when it was three-on-three and Rover and all that, they just wasn't that much uh, support. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. far as the game it was, my, I think the WNBA right. helped with that a lot. I do. I think I agree. On TV, the Final Four. I think UConn's helped. I know people don't well, love dynasties, but it, it's helped put it on. I mean, people are watching. <laughs> you know. Well, I I say this about that. Everybody, some of them don't like uh, Gino and all that, and they say it's not good for college basketball. That what I tell them: you need to get out there and you need to. Uh, coach and if you really want to see why they win go watch one of his practices <laughs> yeah just go watch one and go watch uh you know i had the pleasure of watching you know andy slanters and uh i had uh pat summit and all of those people go right. watch one of their practices yeah uh, i love to take my players and let them see a uh, a big time college basketball program yeah. Uh, and see how intense the coaches get in their face and this stuff like that. Not that I'm saying that's what you got to do, but right. they can see that the seriousness of how to practice and prepare to win. Right. And you come back, that's how you win. You pre- you Your practices are where you win the basketball game. And yeah. practices should be about twice as hard as the game ever thought about being. Yep, and it uh, and, and it's what people don't see. That's the thing. It's 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 behind exactly. those closed doors. All right, so we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna close up with what I call rapid fire, Coach. I'm gonna ask you a question. And you're gonna give me one okay. one, an, one answer. Okay. Okay. Um, so, what's one word to describe your ideal player? Coachable. Okay. What's your favorite uh, basketball? Like the basketball you play with. What would be your 
brand, favorite basketball brand. Will, um, what's one sporting event? If you go to one sporting event, what would you go to and why? Uh, for women, it would be the women's final four. For uh, men's game to go watch just for the physicality would be a hockey match. What's your favorite pregame meal? Is favorite pregame meal to is pancakes. Pancakes. No one has said pancakes. A lot of steaks. There's been a lot of steaks. Uh, what's one thing you do to relax? Crossword puzzles. Crossword puzzles. All right. Uh, yep. Best basketball player you have seen in person. As far as men, Michael Jordan. As far as women, I would say would be Maya Moore. Okay. Uh, best player of all time. Who I like is best player of all time. Yep. Uh, and uh, women uh, would be uh, – what I've seen through the years in development was Tarasi, okay. and the other one uh, would be Larry Bird. Ooh, men. I like Larry Bird. I think he was underrated a little bit. Uh, I think he is too. Uh, one thing that helped you become a better coach? How to uh, be more receptive to criticism and learning how to laugh at myself a little bit. Okay. I like that. Uh, one word to describe your coaching style. Demanding. Okay. Uh, best basketball coach of all time. Uh, John Wooden. Uh, one book you would recommend. I, and this is not probably, I ain't nothing but a, uh, winner by Bear Bryant. Ooh, I haven't read that one. I'm going to have to read that one. Um, and then we, uh, we did the last one. one. What was one thing you tell a young coach? One thing to, to be yourself and be the real deal. Uh, and when I say that, uh, what you see is what you get and don't try to be something you're not just be yourself. And that's the easiest uh, thing to be. It's the easiest thing to be and you're not hiding anything. Right. And that, and teach what you know. Oh, I like that. Uh, I love that. Okay. Thank you, coach. I look forward to meeting you. you. I look forward to meeting you in about six, seven weeks. All right. We'll sit down and have a coat and talk about some basketball. All right. Thank we- you. We will do that. Thank you, Coach. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a review. We love those five-star reviews. We're going to leave a one-star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.